Hi, I'm Steve from The Rooted Podcast, and I hope you can join me every weekday for a five-minute or less devotional word study or insight into Scripture to add to your day. Welcome to Fruit Snacks. Hey, everyone. In this episode, we're going to focus on some apologetics And specifically, I want to take time to cover over the next several Fridays some of the more prominent arguments for the existence of God. Philosophers and theologians have, for many, many years, constructed and used logical arguments based on plausible premises to make a case, a cumulative case, that it is a reasonable thing to believe that God or a God exists rather than no God. And in this episode, we're going to look at one of those in particular, which is known as the moral argument. Now, the moral argument is a relatively simple argument. In fact, it consists of only two premises and a conclusion. And the premises are as follows. Premise one. If God does not exist, objective moral values do not exist. Premise two, objective moral values do exist. Three, which is the conclusion, therefore, God exists. Now, as straightforward as this is, it requires a little bit of unpacking. What do we mean by objective moral values? Well, there's a a few things to discuss here. By objective, what we're saying is that things like right and wrong, what is good and bad, are objective, not subjective. And if we, we know that subjective means that it is something that is essentially in the eye of the beholder. It is a personal perspective or a personal preference. So for instance, my view that chocolate ice cream is better than vanilla ice cream is my subjective opinion on the matter. It's not true for all people for all time that chocolate is better than vanilla. Some people disagree with me, and their disagreement would also be their subjective opinion. Now, when we would say that something is objective, that means that, as I stated before, it would be true for all people for all time regardless of how they feel about it or their opinion on the matter. So to say that something, in this case a moral value, like murder or rape, is always wrong. If we're saying that it's always wrong, meaning that we think it's always wrong for all people for all time, even if they lived in a society that said it was okay, that it would still be wrong, that would be an example of an objective moral value. Now, to make that statement is to say that if that's the case, any moral judgments we would make, if God does not exist, would only be subjective. They would just be whatever we can come up with and agree on as a society or as a human race. But there's no binding power on them outside of what we have agreed to. And if God doesn't exist, that's that's true, I'm afraid, that there really is no overarching should 
for basically anything. There's just what you can do or can't do. But a lot of people object to this. They would say, well, no, no, no. There really are things that are always right or always wrong, even if everyone somehow was convinced otherwise. And so they would argue, and our own sort of conscience and intuition tells us that moral objective moral values do in fact exist, that rape is always wrong, even if we lived in some weird world where everyone suddenly thought that it was okay, it would still not be okay just because we say that it is. But that right there is the very piece of the puzzle that inevitably leads to the conclusion that if objective moral values and duties actually exist, if we feel that those things really are right or wrong, then it can't be because we've just decided it. It must be that those things have come to us from outside of us. And therefore, as a result, if things are truly right and wrong, truly good and bad, and not just our own perspective or preference or opinion, then that means that we get those from a being higher than ourselves. And many of us would call that being God. So, as I said in a previous podcast, you can either stop believing in evil or you can start believing in God. <laughs>